Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Thanks for joining us on Primetime on Money FM 89.3. I'm Bharati Jagdish together with Timothy Goh. And we are talking about something that has become more and more topical in Singapore today. We have made good progress in making our workplaces safer over the years. And our workplace fatality rates have more than halved from 2.3 per 100,000 workers in 2011 to 1.1 in 2021. However, there's been a recent worrying spate of workplace fatalities across various industries. The total number of fatalities this year at 26. It might seem like a small number, but it is the highest number in the same period since 2016. Now, many cases could have been prevented, in fact, with basic safety and health measures. The Ministry of Manpower said from today, in fact, companies with poor workplace safety and health performance will incur stiffer penalties. The Senior Minister of State for Manpower, Zaki Mohammed, said during a visit to a work site inspection that it is important to tackle the issue upstream. Well, joining us right now is Udayagiri Vishnu Saran, the CEO and founder of Invigilo Technologies, a local startup that's exploring ways where artificial intelligence can be used, may be used to improve workplace safety and prevent accidents on site. Thanks for joining us, Udayagiri. Now, the Ministry of Manpower said on its website that of the fatal cases this year so far, it's very concerning that seven of them were actually similar in nature to cases that occurred in 2021. We saw three cases involving forklifts, two involving falls from ladders, two involved falls through fragile surfaces. To what extent could such accidents actually have been prevented? I think so. There's been a lot of focus on starting the work from a huge pause that has happened because of COVID and many other factors. So there's been a lot of like increase in the speed at which work is done. And because of that, a lot of uh, certain protocols and procedures might have been overlooked. Things that maybe uh, one thing which could have been done would have been to have multiple education, retraining and restarting causes that have been conducted in these work sites. And that could have been you know, a lot better way to control these things from happening as well. All right, Vision, let's get into it. How could AI, how do you propose AI can help in these cases? Yeah, so AI has been traditionally used in many uh, cases as of now in retail, security or many other places to basically gather intelligence from data sources otherwise rendered obsolete. Uh, in terms of AI, in construction, there's a lot of uh, data that can be collected from sensors such as IP cameras, uh, IoT devices, and other stuff. And using AI, it acts like an additional brain or intelligence to understand and ingest this kind of information to provide additional insights that normal human beings can you know, comprehend or make uh, something out of. Okay, so walk us through how it is applied in this context in terms of preventing workplace accidents. So in, in Visualo, uh, what we're basically doing is utilizing uh, IP cameras or video cameras that typically CCTV cameras that are mounted around uh, you know, any factory, any site, in this case, construction environment. And all of these videos are then streamed to a central server that is placed on the premise in the construction site control room. And basically, our software is installed in this server. And this software basically goes through, goes through every single frame from the video camera. And anytime a software picks up a safety non-compliance or accident or incident, a real-time alert is sent to the safety officer. So in essence, what we're doing is like uh, automating this 
entire uh, detection process. Okay, and then what do they do with this kind of information, though, that it's being tracked, the data? How can they act on it, apart from it being sent to the supervisor? Yeah, so at this moment, what's happening is uh, they need to, like, perform manual and physical inspections, walking around the site at, you know, typical uh, time constraints, maybe two, three hours a day in the afternoon. And with our system, what happens is you have a 24-7 monitoring available. And what then happens is they take action in the form of educating the workers or raising awareness around the site, changing worker behavior as well that's very important because a lot of these changes have to come from the uh, behavioral change as well. And end of the day, our system also provides a safety report that mm. can be generated, that can be analyzed, that shows historical trends and ways to prevent such accidents in the future as well. Okay, in my experience though, when we see some of the accidents can be caused by a worker who may not be paying attention, might be slightly drowsy and things like that. So would your data be able to differ these things? Yeah, so that is, of course, like, you know, one of the things we have in our roadmap. Uh, it is at the moment uh, technically challenging because we do not have the ability to detect uh, features such as these because they're very minute and more of like a facial level. So Micro expressions. Yes, exactly, exactly. So right now, based on the stage you're at, what is the success rate? Um, so what we're doing is pretty innovative and fairly new in this field. It's been applied, like I mentioned, in many other industries, but not in this challenging harsh environment. Mm. So the accuracies are pretty, you know, good for, for a start. We're looking at about 85, 90%, but we want to strive for the best. We're, you know, targeting like 95, 99% accuracies. So it takes a lot of time, effort, and a lot of, you know, data training for these software to work at its peak of uh, efficiency. Right. So right. you have to teach the AI a little bit more before it becomes even <laughs> yeah. more successful at doing all of this, right? So what exactly goes into training the AI? What sort of resources are you using in order to train the AI to do what it's meant to do? So one of the most critical phase of our deployment is actually data collection and data annotation or labeling. So what, in essence, this means is with the cameras that have been deployed on site, we then gather data of all sorts and different types of variations, which then is labeled and annotated with the help of safety experts and, uh, you know, destroying boxes, basically, on the images. And mm. these things will then be fed to our software. And we try to re-index certain accidents, sorry, not accidents, but incidents and certain actions that makes it easier for us to collect the relevant type of data. And this is then used. Vishnu, would there be a day, perhaps, in the future when AI can not just predict, not just analyze the data, but actually prevent an accident waiting to happen from happening based on all the information that has been collected. Yeah, so one of the things I always emphasize is we are trying to enhance safety officer's job. We're not trying to, like, you know, completely replace it. Uh, that being said, the end action is always got to be done by a person because it is very hard for response or a remedial action to be taken by the AI itself because it can't do stuff. But that being said, what we can do instead is forecasting or predicting and, you know, based on past historical trends, which phase of construction is most prone to accident, which location has the most type of violation. We can start to see patterns and trends and they could be used in more optimal allocation of safety resources or things being done. Mm. Ultimately, it is up to the humans in the equation, right, to ensure that they act on the data and that they act appropriately and quickly. What do you find most challenging in terms of implementing these solutions in companies? 
companies? I think the biggest challenge is actually the harsh environment that we're working with. Mm. Um, we are, you know, AI is traditionally used to perform well in security, retail, e-commerce, etc. But um, in this space, uh, it's, we're talking about construction, there's heavy rain, heavy sun, a lot of uh, lack of power, lack of connectivity. So how do we then deploy our software in the best possible manner to tackle with these kind of challenges? It's one of the biggest uh, value propositions that we bring to companies. All right. So how are you planning ahead then to get the technology and further get us closer to your target? So I think it is a lot of uh, hardware and software play. A lot of times uh, companies tend to focus on one element. Uh, they do not like, you know, try to tackle both areas of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we are planning to do is actually to take on the hardware challenge as well because while we develop a software that's perfect if the hardware doesn't um, enable it it's still as good as useless so one of the things we are trying to do is uh, develop a hardware solution as well so your hardware solution would mean that you might be able to stop an accident from happening before it happens um, more along the line I'm, I'm just getting my reference through like self-driving car technology for example <laughs> that can stop when there is an obstacle immediately with sensors and all that, would that be able to be applied in the industrial level as well? I think it can be applied from a machinery perspective. Uh, but what I was getting at was more of cameras that can be deployed anywhere in the harsh environment, cameras that can work without power, too much power, uh, you know, devices that can work without software, without the requirement of too many dependencies that the site may not provide. But that being said, you know, the concept of self-driving cars could easily be applied to, you know, heavy machinery like trucks, excavators. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that could be a pretty cool thing to actually work on in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we like modify this? Yeah. You know, Vishnu, I'm curious, what made you want to go into this business? It is highly unglamorous, one would say. You could have applied AI to a range of other settings. Why did you choose this one? So um, I think I wanted to do something that actually adds a lot of positive value to the uh, industry or society in general. I have had cases where I had stories, you know, horrific stories of my friends or relatives where safety incidents might have caused permanent damage emotionally, financially, physically. I felt like applying AI to uh, a lot more mainstream and already been done was not too much of a kick to me. <laughs> so I was like thinking, how do I use it in some uh, sort of an industry such, which is very unglamorous and a lot more untapped mm. than others. I'm just concerned in connection to what you've just said, that others may not see this as being as important as you do. And they're only seeing it as important now because of those stiffer penalties that are going to be levied if they don't take care of workplace safety issues. What's your perspective on the openness of individuals and entities in this industry to actually adopting such solutions meaningfully and making it work for them in spite of the costs that they might incur in terms of investing in the technology that is needed here. I think there is many elements uh, or layers to this question. So I do feel that in general, the recent, uh, you know, uh, did have an effect, but people or safety directors in general have been uh, gearing towards a safer environment, gearing towards using technology more uh, widely and are more willing to adopt such stuff. Uh, that being said, there are many implications of an accident, not just the, uh, the financial level, but reputation or, you know, uh, in long-term effects in terms of winning other contracts. So I think there's many, many things. And recently, a lot of safety officers so a number of them actually, they came to me speaking out of pure passion and 
willingness to actually improve the safety of the site. And one of the things which they also recognize is starting off with safety, our AI can also uh, implement other things more in line with productivity and many other elements which you can also detect with or for in the future. So they do see it like a, as a good launch pad or as a good stepping stone and then we build on top of it which, with a safe environment. All right, thank you very much for joining us today, Vishnu. Really appreciate your time. We've been speaking with Udayagiri Vishnu Saran. He is CEO and founder of Invigilo Technologies. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.